on this day, on this time, being Wednesday, we uh, we like to uh, do a thing called Five Things You Need to Know, man. Let's do it. Five, four, three, two. Countdown sequence one. Five things you need to know. Are we changing the name? Five things you need to know, man. That's what it is today, man. You know? Operating on about three, four hours of sleep. Yeah, man. <laughs> By the end of the nine o'clock hour, everything might be mang. I don't know, mang. Mang. You know. So each of us finds something uh, of, of interest, of intel, something that will be of value to you uh, one way or another. Maybe it's a, you know, save you money, time, aggravation, whatever. Or maybe it's just kind of a cool fact that will start a cool conversation, something like that. I don't know, but I do know one thing. A, all of the links for these stories will be posted at MorningBuzz.com. And B, Scott McMullen has the first of the five things. I know Greg is a huge fan of pumpkin-flavored whatever. Insert whatever. But is he going to be a fan of Christmas tree flavors? Because there's a new company in England that's putting out Christmas tree flavored chips made with pine oil needles. And you can, they're, they're popular in the UK, and you can buy them online and bring them over here to the United you States. You know, I don't drink gin and tonics because I think that it tastes like pine trees. So I don't think I would like those. I like the smell I'm all about. Anything that smells yep. like, a, like a pine tree, sure. But I don't know about the taste. It's the dumbest right. thing ever. Honestly, legit, the dumbest thing ever. I saw the story. The Christmas tree crisp uh, has a slight, rather salted flavor with a hint of pine that creates the complete new combination. <laughs> a hint of pine. <laughs> oh. That makes it sound so delicious. Yes, like I, I think about pine sol. Yeah. I don't... You know, I'll tell you right now, This, and I've said it, and it just, the more it happens, and it happens all the time, and people talk about it, this is what companies have to do. In order to get noticed and, and let you remember that they're out there. Oreo, yesterday I talked about it. The, what is it, the whatever, the ultimate stuff mm-hmm. with its more stuffing than ever before, more cream than ever before in an Oreo. They just keep doing, oh, watermelon Oreo. It's like, it's just getting stupid. You know, the Lay's Potato Chip Company every year comes out with three flavors that nobody will ever eat. Chicken and waffles. I did eat, try that, though. That mm. You know, and that was pretty See, good. I yeah. like, I'll uh, give you that. I like the lobster. Yeah. I like uh, mac and cheese. All but, that but that's what, and, and I, kudos to them to stay relevant because it yep. works. And M&M's works. Is coming out. Oh, my goodness. And Nutella ones. Oh, yummy. You, you oh, had, oh, those yummy. are all yours. The and sea salt you and pine oil. And just so everybody knows, in the candy trough, I added the Reese's peanut butter cup with Reese's Pieces in it. Yeah. Delicious. So good. Bring a couple in. I have never had one. Yeah. Yeah, never maybe had enough for the whole room, and maybe this time, if somebody's not in the room when the stuff is brought in here, we could leave some for the other person Just that's a not suggestion. in the room. Just a suggestion. We'll, uh, we'll bring it up. Yeah. Maybe, guys. <laughs> At the next board meeting. Yeah. But my point is, is the more outrageous, the more it gets mentioned, and the more they have brand relevance. And that's what that is, you know. So, there it is. There it is. Miss Windsor? Yes. It's my uh, turn. It is your turn. Okay. Yes. Uh, so I know the answer for Laura. You like to work out in the morning, right? Yes. That's your time. If you guys are going to be active, what time of day would you like to be active? Oh, I don't know. Get back to me. Uh, <laughs> I, I would, uh, if all things If you were to up, like to be active, right? <laughs> mid-afternoon. Okay. Uh, w- would be mine mid afternoon. You know what? As far as my schedule and where it fits in, if it was gonna fit in, and it, sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. I'm gonna go with Greg. M- mid afternoon. Mid afternoon. Yeah. All right. Before nap one. 
I'm, I'm guessing, though, the answer is going to be that the best time to do it is like... Right now. Noon. Well, it, it's generational. Ah. It changes depending on the generation you're from. Okay. Um, so, let me see. There's a lot of words in this, so just bear with me for a moment. Um, millennials don't like to... Uh, get um don't like to exercise early in the morning only 38 percent like to do it at that time of day 43 percent of gen xers and 58 percent of boomers prefer the early morning or mid-morning uh activities the millennials would prefer to do it uh at nighttime i don't even know what i am see i mean it makes me stay awake what i am so that's why i and i like doing it in the morning just getting it done with and living the rest of my day if i do it at night then i'm like wired what comes after a boomer? Because I think that's me. I just don't know what it is. I'm not a Gen Xer. Are you? Are, are we? Are you Gen X? I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought confused, boomers were the, I guess, uh, I, uh, on the upper end, and then maybe Gen X. Baby and boomers then, are after the war. Yeah, I baby, thought baby boomers, boomers were after the war. Okay, you know, I can get the list. Uh, type of stuff. Yeah, I don't know where I fit in. Quite okay. frankly, I resist the temptation to be categorized like that. I'm sorry, Greg. I yeah. didn't think about that. <laughs> Generation right. X okay. is. Uh, between 1965 and 79. Yeah. Baby boomer generation is 46 to 64. Well, I guess so I'm, I'm Gen X. Right. And you're a baby a boomer. boomer. You're a baby boomer, G. Yeah. Do you ever... Uh, Gen you ever, X. I, we, uh, Val and I, one day, we were on vacation. We got up to work out, you know, early in the morning before we went out and, and did stuff. And uh, and I almost passed out because I just mm-hmm. I was going to vomit. And ever since then, I've never done it early in the morning because I, I have it in my head that... I will, I will vomit. You probably for, hadn't eaten enough. I hadn't. Or, oh yeah. yeah, clearly it was a one-time thing. But that one time, you know, I slept with socks on once, vomited in the yep, middle of the night. Do it never again. wore socks again. No. Wow. It's one of those weird, stupid things that makes no sense. Yeah, I will not. Uh, if I'm drinking vodka, eat peanuts. Because one time, <laughs> whoa. It's a weird and combination I, of I things. I threw up in of... somebody's afghan, which only just oh. made it like, oh, like. Is... Uh, Never get that clean. Wow. Yeah. That is the uh, that yep. is the worst right there. I get it. I get it. And one time at band camp. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anything else, Kay? No. So it's just it's funny because it all it all changes depending on probably your schedules and how you grew up. I don't know. Mm. All right, check it out. It's on the page at uh, morningbus.com under five things you need to know. Laura Boyce. Well, Roadkill might be on to something. Uh, <laughs> we know that he is big into the hand sanitizer. Well, the new study from uh, Spain suggests that alcohol-based hand sanitizers, hand sanitizers might be significantly better at halting the spread of infection than soap and water. Uh, the study followed over 900 kids ages three and younger and noticed a uh, decrease in illness in daycare centers, which... In replace hand washing with hand sanitizer application. So having hand sanitizer in their classrooms and in the daycare centers, rather than telling the kids, go wash your hands, maybe will help uh, the spread of illness. I don't use it as much as I first did when it came out, oh. but there are certain things that I will do that I, because I worked for like two years while in college at a uh, place that sold gas and it was kind of a convenience store. I will always, like, after I get done pumping gas, Always use it then. And then after that, here and there. Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah. They put one group had to only use hand sanitizers. Another group, they had to um, really wash their hands, you know, sing the song and be there at the thing for like 60 seconds. And then other kids, they weren't controlling and just said, go wash your hands. And it was, yeah, the kids with hand sanitizers were the best. I feel like kids like hand sanitizer. My kids are always putting it on and yeah. just yeah. gooing it the, around. The other so. day, uh, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings and I enjoyed myself and then I had to go in and like wash my hands and there was a kid washing his hands and he was taking forever. And I almost like, you know there's somebody behind you and he 
Oh, that's good. Fingers and, and, and then maybe oh, he wants no, to be a doctor. Uh, yeah, I was going to say scrubbing <laughs> but, in. But he didn't do this <laughs> on the way. He's scrubbing yeah, he in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mine is a uh, little different. Divorce. All the cool kids are doing it. Well, that's what I understand. Quiz. And um, wow. So I read the headline. Okay, and uh, I'm like, wow, this is interesting. And then the further I read it, there's a there's a there's an exception to the rule that makes you go, oh, uh, this is, all right, all right. but I'll go with it anyway. Um, you are more likely to be divorced. Couples are more likely to get divorced if the husband uh, blanks. If the husband does this, or doesn't do this actually doesn't do this. you would be more doesn't likely work. to get the doesn't work doesn't out. work it doesn't work out no mm. the husband doesn't blank have friends uh social media no you're close though laura you're close have you're guys the nights? no does it be so want to socialize but i guess those are all the same no doesn't you're more likely to get divorced if the husband doesn't blank say his prayers at night like <laughs> Her friends? friends. Friends. So that's the headline. Husband's disapproval of his wife's friends predicts divorce. So I'm like, thirty-six <laughs> percent. Wow, that's a lot. Yes. Yeah, so. If you don't like her friends, you're more likely to get divorced. You know. Wow. Well, I mean, look. That's look. Sometimes uh, I'm very lucky. Valerie's friends are awesome. You know, I've ne- and that's awesome. If they if I didn't like them, it would be very difficult because. Well, I mean, you know, that's that's part of who they are. You yeah, know, right. you can't keep them away from them. They're going to well, be part can, of their life. That's no, a lot of change. and then that probably that's ends no, in divorce. A lot of change. So, and, and, and yeah. then I, I'm reading the story, and and then it gets down <laughs> to the bottom of the story. Down here, I'm showing you, Scotty. Yes. Down here, the bottom of the story, where it says roughly, uh, it it says husbands' disapproval of their wife's friends increases their chances of divorce. But then down here it says, but only for white couples. <laughs> Oh, oh, like, huh. oh, okay. Why isn't that in the headline? I thought, oh, I thought it was this big thing. I thought it was this big thing. Roughly 36% of white couples and 55% of uh, African-American couples have separated or divorced within the first 16 years of marriage. Is the divorce rate falling? I, right? Didn't we just read a I story last so. week? No, I thought I just it read is. that uh, it's, it's, millennials are, are, are less are, likely are, are less likely because they're waiting yeah, a lot longer to get to get stuff out of the system yeah. to save money. They're being to get smarter. Their they're being yeah. smarter. They're being smarter. That's um, what it is. But look, if you don't like uh, your your spouse's friends or family, of course, I think there's there's the the chance of divorce, regardless of your race goes up mm-hmm. just because there's more of a minefield you have to navigate in a relationship you know imagine just dreading every time you got to get together with her friends oh my god or vice versa yeah you know his friends they're all jackass frat boys that you can't stand you know it goes both ways it washes both ways but anyway got to like their friends kelly brown what's your five things you need to know yeah. The FDA, Greg, is greenlighting the first ever self-fitting hearing aid. It's called the Bose Hearing Aid, and it allows users to program and control it completely on their own using a smartphone app. The device is, of course, made by Bose Corporation, the maker of headphones and other major audio equipment. 
a name we all know. Got to get me a noise canceling, uh, you know, hearing aid. The mm-hmm. one that just like poof, mutes everybody. That way she, she'll be looking at you talking, and you can't hear anything. <laughs> Oh. Still oh, not liking women yeah. today, huh? Yeah. Day no, I didn't know. Yeah. I'm day, day two, two of just not right being eight. able to stand what? women. I can't yeah. play in the sandbox with Scotty no. and all of a sudden. No, I hate you can't. Women. I don't that's, hate that's women. My sandbox. All right. <laughs> About uh, 37 and a half million adults, 18 and over, have some kind of hearing problem. In this particular, uh, the Bose hearing aid only approved for people 18 or older with mild to moderate hearing loss. Yeah. But we're making steps. I mean, hearing aids, are, they've come so far in, in, in not only just the technology, but the fact that you, you sometimes you can't even see them, mm-hmm. you know? They used to be the big things that were very, you and know... Some people were a little embarrassed Yeah, aware. it was a very self-conscious of wearing them, but now it's just a, an implant in the, in the ear, and you're off, you're off to the races. Uh, okay, well, the links for all those are at morningbuzz.com. Uh, so here we are Wednesday. We've got a douchebag coming up. Also, Kelly, you sent me... Uh, Kelly was the one that hit me. Mm-hmm. To, he, hit you? Uh, he hipped me oh, to okay. Sam Robbins from The Voice. Sam Robbins is a local kid, uh, college How old? kid, college okay. college kid goes to college in Boston, and he's uh, he got pulled onto The Voice. He I guess he didn't make it past the blind auditions, um, and uh, they then they bring them back. They, it's like called the comeback stage, and they get a chance at uh, you know second shot at the brass ring, and I think he got it. So we're going to talk to him coming up a little bit after uh, a little bit after nine this morning. And then tomorrow on the show, CBS Sports Broadcasting legend Vern Lundquist. So, and I think Bergeron is joining us from Hollywood on Friday. I think, pretty sure. Got some guests lined up this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, mm. yep, yep, yep. And uh, New Hampshire Film Festival folks come in tomorrow as well. So we continue on a Wednesday. News and sports, late night for a lot of you, man. Watching the Red Sox, it was a nail biter. I know Scotty bit his. Nails. Oh my! And, uh, All night we'll long. Talk about that. We'll do oh. it next. Attention, everyone. Check for sound. New England's number one morning show. Seriously, the others aren't even close.